everyone and welcome to Anademia. I'm Anna and this is my podcast about graduate school from a black and STEM perspective. I really want to make this podcast because not only am I a huge fan of podcasts in general, but I really wanted a space where I could talk about my grad school experience and share the tips and tricks I've learned along the way to make it through and go on towards my journey of getting a PhD. So I really wanted to be a voice to help others and I really hope that my podcast can give people space where they feel welcome in higher education which is not always common and a space where we together can learn through my experiences and through just my tips on grad school about how to get through and hopefully get this PhD. I'm already going to get my master's. Currently, I'm a master's student at NYU studying biology. So I've been in the STEM field for a while. I got my my undergraduate degree in biology as well. And then for my PhD, I want to continue on to study biology, but specifically go into genetics research. So that's what I want to do in the future. But right now, I just wanted to give updates first on what's been going on. I have all these plans for my podcast episodes. I have so like many great ideas and so many people I want to have on, but it's been hard because I'm working basically two jobs right now, also in school, and then also attempting to have a life, which is not easy, especially in grad school. That's why it's been hard for me to really get down and record an episode, because I'm the type of person I feel like a lot of people who are in graduate school and in higher education are the types of people who don't want to showcase anything unless it's their best work. So I was nervous about showcasing my podcast because what if it's, what if the audio isn't amazing? What if no one listens? But I really stepped back and thought, okay, I want to do this for myself. It doesn't matter. Well, I do want other people to listen, but what's more important is this is something that I'm passionate about, it's something I like to do, and it doesn't have to be perfect, it just has to be me. So that's what I'm doing right now. So currently, I just finished my finals, but it's weird, it feels like nothing's over because there are so many things coming up for me education-wise. For example, I have a PhD interview at Columbia University at the end of January, and it's insane. Like, I got the email December 9th, and the application was due December 1st. I handed it in November 30th, and December 9th, they said, oh, your application went over very favorably, and we want to have you at Columbia for an interview before we decide whether we accept you. But this is a huge step because not even everyone gets interviews. Maybe like 20% of applicants get interviews for most graduate programs because they're highly selective. And then they have to select from that 20% the next 5% that's going to get in. So it's crazy that I even got this far. So I'm just so happy and grateful for that. But it feels like, okay, even though school's over, I have to prepare for this interview and showcase my research, showcase what I want to do, showcase how 
I'm going to fit in this program and how I'm a good candidate for a PhD at Columbia University. So yeah, it's gonna be a long break working on that, but that's okay. This is what I signed up for. Then I'm also completing my master's thesis next semester. In May, I'm going to graduate with my master's of science. And that is just crazy because I feel like I just got to NYU. I feel like I still am just beginning my journey. So I'm really excited, but nervous at the same time because I know next semester is gonna be a lot of work. But all grad school is a lot of work, so it's okay. So, so for this episode, I really wanted to get into the topic of mental health in graduate school. This is something that isn't really talked about. It started to be talked about more, but in graduate school, in higher education, dealing with anxiety, dealing with depression, dealing with testing anxiety, it seems like it's really common, but at the same time, no one admits that it's not a normal thing. Like this shouldn't be common for lots of graduate school students to be going through such like dark spaces and feel like they're alone, but we're all going through it. It's weird. So I just want to open up about that and share my experiences and hopefully give tips that will help other people. So let's start with my experiences of mental health in graduate school. I'll put a timestamp because I don't know if this might be triggering. I'm going to discuss anxiety and depression. So that could be triggering to some people. So I'll put timestamps about my experiences. But let's start in undergrad. So undergrad, okay, let's start before then. In the in high school, middle school, I really didn't have a concept of mental health exactly. Like I've heard of depression from biology, heard of anxiety from biology, but it didn't seem like something real to me because I didn't know anyone who had it and I didn't feel it. Or maybe I probably did know people who had it, but since it wasn't spoken about, especially like when I was in high school and then when I was in middle school, even earlier than that, like the 2000s, it wasn't really, mental health wasn't a big thing. When I was younger, I, I would feel sad sometimes just like go through normal stages of testing anxiety and being worried about school but it would always go away and it didn't seem like the end of the world because I always knew yes grades are important yes high school is important I knew that like college was going to be even bigger so I think I maybe I held off on my worries until I actually got to college because once college hit I became super obsessed with my grades and super obsessed with getting A's. I was also very education forward, very worried about my grades in high school, but high school came easier to me. So yes, I could be worried about an exam, but I always would end up getting an A. It wasn't really as much of a challenge as 
college was when I took hard classes like organic chemistry and physics. I, my testing anxiety was very bad. I would get to exams and I would have thoughts running through my head like, oh my gosh, I can't do this. Oh my gosh, I should have studied more. Oh my gosh, I'm going to fail. Those would run through my mind. Then that made me pressure myself even more for the next exam. And finals ex final exams, whoo, I don't even want to talk about those because in college, final exams are usually cumulative of the whole year. So you have one exam that's supposed to cover every single thing you've learned and is worth a significant portion of your grade. So it's even more pressure. So for those, my anxiety was even increased further to the point where I would be studying in the library for my finals and have to go to the bathroom and cry just because I was so overwhelmed. And then I would just go back, wipe my tears, go back and study like nothing happened. So it was a very unhealthy time like with the testing anxiety that manifested. And then that anxiety seeped into my personal life. Like I would constantly worry about the future and what's to come. I don't think I had a single thought. It's scary to think right now, but it's true. I don't think in college I had a single thought about the present. I was always thinking about what is next? How long do I have to study for my next exam? When's the next thing due? When do I have this meeting? When do I need to finish my experiments for lab by? Always constantly thinking about what's to come. And that would manifest into worrying about the future, which was not good for me. And I realized after I graduated from college, I was so burnt out that I think after graduation for the first week out, I remember I slept so much. I literally would just stay in my room, sleep, come out for food the first week after I graduated because I was so burnt out and so exhausted. And that's when I realized, okay, something needs to change because I knew I was going to graduate school and that's what I wanted to do. But I knew that these behaviors couldn't follow me to graduate school. This obsession with grades and calculating what grade I needed to get this to get a certain GPA would not help me in the future. That's when I began the process of getting help by going to therapy. I also started journaling my thoughts and that helped me prepare for graduate school and get myself to a place where I went into graduate school knowing that, okay, I'm not here to be the best and get a 4.0 and be perfect because that's not realistic and that's not what you want to be in graduate school for. I realized I am here to learn. I am here to advance my research skills and I'm here to figure out what I want to study for my PhD and what I want to work towards for the future. But the future is not everything for me because the present is what matters the most. That was my mentality going into graduate school. And 
that worked the first semester but the first semester I was also so overwhelmed because I was taking full-time classes and then I started in a lab and my full-time classes required lots of time and homework so it would be like every spare second I could I would be in lab but that wasn't enough for some people because academia is a very judgmental field especially science if you're not gung-ho in lab all the time you you are going to be judged and I didn't realize that because that's not how it was in undergrad but that really is how it is that like increased my anxiety in a different way because now I'm worried about my perception to people who are going to give me my recommendations for PhD and I was doing the best I can I could with balancing everything but it didn't feel like it was enough so me not feeling that I was managing my time well enough gave me even more anxiety in a different way that wasn't test taking so I decided to get back into therapy because I was like okay this anxiety is manifesting in a way that I don't know how to deal with because I've never been in this situation before I've never had the pressures of graduate school and the pressure of balancing rigorous classes with exams that are each 25% of my grade as well as balancing lab work towards my thesis that I'm still learning and I don't have all the techniques yet so I don't have the answers and that's something that I was really struggling with because I love having the answers that's why I probably that's probably one of the reasons why I love school but I decided to go to therapy to help me with that and it really did from my experiences like one of the tips that I would definitely recommend is use the counseling services offered to you like for example NYU has I think 12 free therapy sessions so I used all of my 12 free sessions up because I really needed like the help to get through and use tools so that my anxiety didn't manifest to an unhealthy point like it was in undergraduate when I burnt out. After going into therapy while I was in therapy, I also began dealing with depression for the first time, which was very hard. It began the beginning of September 2019, so my second semester of graduate school. And the reason why was because I felt like things were out of my control. I had so much to do, like my PhD applications. I still had to maintain good grades so that I my GPA didn't go down and I looked good for as a PhD candidate. Then I was also maintaining my lab project and focusing on working on new lab techniques while at the same time trying to maintain a good balance of personal life. And I felt it's hard to, I feel like the thing about depression is I definitely read somewhere that it makes you lose your memory. You can't remember things the way you used to. And I'm literally having that problem right now. I'm like, okay, how did 
I feel in the beginning like why was I so sad and so low and what did that manifest as and it's hard to remember but I do remember that during in the beginning of the year I just knew I had so much coming up and in therapy I would talk about how much I had coming up and that anxiety turned into hopelessness and feeling of not being under control because I knew I had all these things to do and I didn't know how I was going to do it all. So I felt like I couldn't and I felt like there was no way to. So I started becoming sad and then I was like, okay, as most people do, when you feel like one area of your life is not going so well, you really try to make other areas of your life perfect. Like for my case, the academic area of my life was not going well. So I was like, okay, let me make my personal life well. And I threw myself into my relationships and friendships. I remember wanting to make everyone around me feel so happy because that's a feeling that I didn't feel all the time. So I wanted to be there for everyone. I wanted to be the best friend I could be, be the best partner I could be, be the best daughter I could be. And I was really overdoing it. I feel looking back, I was definitely like overdoing it to the point that I wasn't being complete myself because I was covering up for a whole nother side of me that was feeling so low and not a lot of people even knew I was feeling this way probably my best friend knew and like my mom knew but no one else did so it was a struggle because at the same time I felt like oh my gosh I'm doing all of this for everyone and trying to satisfy everyone but no one even cares about me which wasn't true but that's how you think when you're depressed and you feel low and just everything is negative energy even though I could feel it like I could feel a depression I knew I was definitely depressed and I could feel that negative energy and I wanted it out I thought making other people happy would satisfy that but it didn't and that's when I knew I was like oh no we in trouble now so what did I do cuz I'm not I'll preface this by saying like I'm not depressed anymore, thankfully. Like, I still get anxiety sometimes. I still get anxious about school, grades, life. But it doesn't overwhelm me, and I'm able to use coping mechanisms that settle myself. That makes me feel better right now. When I was depressed, I remember I would look into the mirror in the morning, and every morning I would cry. I would look into the mirror, and I'd be like, I don't even know who this girl is. I used to love this girl and this girl I knew inside out and I look in the mirror, I don't even know who she is. So that was really hard. That's when I knew that things really needed to change. So how I dealt with my depression was just self-soothing and also not not caring what other people think, but not making it the forefront of my thoughts, which it was previously, like when I was depressed, I wanted to make everyone happy. So I was thinking about everyone else and the last person 
I was thinking about was myself because I didn't want to think about myself because I was like, that bitch is sad. I don't want to think about her. But I realized that that is exactly what I needed to do. I needed to think about myself. I needed to say, okay, what is going to serve Anna? What does Anna like? What makes Anna happy? So I thought about that. I realized, you know, what makes me happy? Organizing my life, having, uh, I didn't have a planner, so I bought a planner and I felt a little bit better. I was planning out my days. I would plan out my breaks. That did ease my worries a little bit as well because when you look at something on a calendar and you see how much time you have, it makes you feel better about what you have to do because you realize, okay, it, I don't feel as out of control anymore. Another thing I did that really helped me was surrounding myself with positive people. Even though I was feeling depressed, I forced myself to meet new people, to try new things, and connect with people who I knew were really good for me and really good influences. Like, I have so many friends that are just positive lights that are I love them so much because they just are genuine people and they make me laugh, they make me happy. So I would reach out to them because like school was overwhelming so sometimes I would get out of touch with people but I realized that's the last thing I, want, I wanted and needed to do. So I reached out and being with those people made me remember who I was and I could look in the mirror again and be like, okay. I do know this person. This person, Anna, is a smart person who cares about her friends and family, who is genuine, who is kind, and does things from her heart and really means everything that she does and says. So I was really able to find myself through my friends who really knew me, and that made me feel a lot better. So tips to overcome when you are feeling depressed or anxious in graduate school. It's, I can't lie, it's hard because I even had this problem. Sometimes you feel like you don't have time to be sad because you have so much going on. But my top suggestions are number one, get organized because and when you're feeling overwhelmed by having a lot of tasks on your hands, whether they're from your master's thesis or PhD or all the homework you have to do, all the readings, all the lab work, when you write down the deadlines and you look at how much time you have, it actually can make you feel better because you realize, okay, this is possible. Looking at these like two or three months on the calendar and seeing the spaces, you know how you can fill them with tasks that will help you achieve what you need to do. So that's a helpful tip. I got this really cool planner. It's called a You Are a Badass Planner, which is a very accurate and fun title because you can look at your planner and be like, yeah, I am a badass. But anyways, so it's very detailed and it has like check boxes on each day and I love that because I love checking, I love like checking off the boxes on everything. So definitely would recommend that planner. Also for the second tip, I would say do not forget who you are and surround yourself with people who remind you of who you are. Even if you're busy, 
reach out to friends. There are weekends for a reason. If you think you have absolutely no time, there's definitely time to grab a coffee or a drink with someone who you love who you haven't seen in a while. That's what I realized, like, I'll be super busy and I'll be like, but I'll be like, I can make time to see someone who makes me happy because that's what I want. Another tip that I would say to help with coping with the anxiety and depression would be to refocus your goals. If your goal is to get an A in every class, sure, you can have that goal, but it's going to be very pressuring on you and could lead to increased anxiety. So I would say have more goals that, number one, goals that make you feel better about yourself and goals that don't feel too pressuring to reach. Like if your goal is to get all straight A's a semester, switch that to your goal is to do the best that you can in all your classes and really learn the material. Because getting an A is not the same as learning really learning the material. You can get an A, because I've done this. I've gotten A's in classes, and you asked me two weeks later, what did I learn? Nothing, because the exam was done, I was done. That was all I was doing. Learning is a challenge, but it's not a challenge that's going to pressure you too much or give you anxiety. It's a challenge that will help you and push you forward, but in a good way. So shifting goals is definitely another great way to cope with mental health. And then for the last tip, it's something that I've really struggled doing, but I'm trying to do better now. And that's remember what you love and do that. So for me, I love writing. I love podcasting. And that's something that takes my mind off of the pressures of academia. But when I was so focused on those pressures, I wasn't doing the things that I loved. And that's, you need to have a good balance. Like, yes, I love science. Yes, I'm going towards my PhD in genetics, but I can't make that my whole life. And that was something that I kind of lost track of. So do other fun things outside of lab that you really enjoy. Like, like before I said, hang out with your friends, hang out with people that make you happy. If you like to go to the gym, go for a run, do that. If you like to sit back, watch TV to relax, do that. Just don't forget that you have other things outside of this place of academia and this place of higher education that also make you happy and make you who you are. So those are my tips. I really hope that something I said helped someone because I was in a very dark place for a while and there were just so many things going on like September through Thanksgiving break was super hard but going to therapy helped and using those tips helped so I really hope that I can help someone else because that's the whole reason I really want to make this podcast not just because I love to talk which I do but also because I want to help other people. I know in the past I've I've set myself on fire to keep other people warm and it was coming from a place that I didn't want to think of myself so I would think about others. But now I realize that just me as a person, I'm someone who wants to be there for others and not to ignore myself. I want to 
help everyone. So hopefully that's something this podcast can do. So thank you for listening. This has been Anademia. I'm going to get back to you more episodes to come. I'm going to have guests on who are also in graduate school. I have really close friends, people I care about coming on to share their experience, and I can't wait to talk to them, and it's going to be great.